When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We write about the size in progress. I gotta leave. It's recording. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't be involved with this. <laughs> I'm signed to Slip Trick Records. They'll find out. I consent to be <laughs> retorted. There we go. What you retorted? Uh, that too. <laughs> Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Rat Salary Review. I, wait, that's your own line. Go ahead. All right, all right, Lou. I'll just let you take over for the whole show. No, I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> He's tired. I, I realize I should never drink coffee before an interview. Alex is all ready for bed. Look, he's got the bed man ready. <laughs> this is where I record all my vocals, right here, sitting really? here. Exactly. There you go. Me too. And this mic, this little crappy USB mic. Really not crappy mic. <laughs> I got a roadie NTI. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. MXL. Whoops. All right. Oh, oh shit, my light's falling down. I, I got uh, a huge mess down here. And now cue the girl from Ipanema while we experience technical difficulties. Welcome to Rat Salary Review. Hello. Today, you can see that we are joined by three people that have been on the Rat Salary Review once before. One guy is a regular on Rat Salary Review for not very much longer, uh, which is Lou Mavs. Hello, Lou Mavs. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, and the other guy is George Dimitri. He's been on the show on and off once in a while with his uh, uh, other band, Timeless Haunt. I was going to say yeah. former band, but we don't know what's going We're on with that band. I don't know what's going on. When somebody tells me, I'll share. <laughs> <laughs> and uh also we are joined by the magnificent alex ripetti who is, has a plethora of uh bands and all his uh mixing and, and mastering and all his other audio technology things that he does and he's also the singer in seven angel which is the band that we are all in the only one guy that's missing is mark much nick but hey he'll be on another time so anyway this is seven angel and this is brett's Sound review Hello, guys. How are you? Good evening, Wayne. Good evening. Wayne, it's always been a dream of mine to be on Rod's Eye Review, to be interviewed by you, to talk about one of my bands. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And uh, <laughs> uh, how did this band get started? Here. <laughs> how did this band get started? It was all because well, of me, right? Yes. Well, in the beginning, it's God created the heavens and the earth. What? No. <laughs> but no, yes, it did start all by me. And uh, but actually, no, it did start by Rat Salary Review. It started by this podcast and uh, all the cover songs that we were doing with uh, Lou. And then George joined us on most of those songs. There's maybe one or two you didn't join us on. I don't remember. Yeah, I got you fired me in between, I think, yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, those are the, the better ones. The ones that George was on, some of them weren't that great. But uh, you know what? It's okay. Par for the course. Uh, 
<laughs> no, they were all good. Uh, but, uh, you know, I wanted to do a band. And uh, unfortunately, I asked George and Lou and Alex to join that band, Mark as well. And uh, we've been working on an album. Actually, it only took us three months to work on our debut album. Everything went so fast. And uh, I never thought that. I, when Lou, you showed me that song, um, uh, Gods of War. Dogs of War. Song. Gods of War is a death letter. Gods of War. Dogs of War, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, but you showed me that song. Fun and fact it, that you guys don't even know yet. Sorry to cut you off. What's that? When I was tracking the vocals for Dogs of War, I have at least 25 takes where I said Gods of War. Instead of <laughs> over and over and over again. I got so mad. I, I, I would like to hear those. Uh, and I was like, the gods of war. Do some and calm down. And they're like, all right, it's dogs. It's dogs. It's not gods. It's dogs. And then I came back and did it again. I'd like to hear those outtakes. <laughs> Ride the gods of fuck. <laughs> It'll be on the uh, box release, you know. Yeah. The outtakes. <laughs> Studio outtakes. <laughs> Blooper reel. But, uh, but that yeah. is the song that started it all. And Lou, you that came, that was a song that you had uh, a couple years before for an MMA fighter or somebody you knew, right? I think 12 years is longer than a couple of years, but <laughs> it's pretty much what happened. So uh, this is around winter, spring 2010. And um, my wife, Erin, her cousin, Robbie Plotkin, was an MMA fighter at the time. Now he's a US Army Ranger. And he came out to End of Heartache by Killswitch Engage. So I'm like, I got to write something a little bit more menacing for him. So I got together with my friend Jimmy Skelly and we wrote uh, an instrumental track, which is Dogs of War, which you can actually hear the demo in a, a lot of promos that I made for Ratsaw Review and Music is Life podcast. And you actually uh, use it in your, uh, your podcast, your Music is Life podcast. I just said that. No, you said promos. It's in promos from a Music is Life podcast. It's in your intro. Was it promos only? I thought it was intro. No, the intro is um, a song that I did with the Rebel Medium called uh, Lose Control. I'm getting confused. I'm glad to see you're paying attention, boss. Anyways. Let's start this over. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I had this demo lying around. It was the last original metal song that I had written. And uh, Wayne kept on pestering me. Um, this was after... We the last cover song that we did, which was Def Leppard's On Through the Night, which, you know, again, thank you to Karen Fairchild Meyer for getting us on a Def Leppard tribute band, a tribute album. That was pretty awesome. Um, and Wayne was like, you know, do you have anything original? Now, at the time, I was going through some uh, family crises. I just lost. Thank you. That's it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and uh, oh, by the way, thousandth subscriber to Ratsai Review gets an autographed there. copy by all four of us. Wow, look at that. Nice. Thank you, George. And, uh, you know, at the time I was dealing with personal crises, I had just lost my mother to uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I wasn't in a writing mood. But Wayne said, do you have anything? I said, here's this song. Do you think it'll work? And he's like, oh, yeah, it'll work. But then he edited a different arrangement of it where he took out like uh, the whole middle part. And I'm like, wow, it sounds better right now. He's like, OK, we'll re-record the guitars. Let's see what we could do guitars drums bass keyboards vocals severed angel was born so yeah it was pretty awesome yep and that's it uh have a good night everybody <laughs> well, that was quicker than brian's interview <laughs> anyways no but uh after that um 
Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun, and and having Alex uh, singing because I heard you heard you do that um, that one solo song that you did, and uh, actually I think I heard another one too. Um, and you know I liked your vocals, and I said we got to work with Alex because you know I worked with you with the other my other band, but uh, with the mixing and stuff like that, and I didn't know you could sing, and uh, I thought you would. F- <laughs> and uh, yeah, I thought you would fit really well with this music, or at least see where it would go. And um, when you did dogs of war I, I was blown away so you know, i'm glad that you i'm glad that you did start singing you know because you you're a man of many talents Thank and you. uh now mm-hmm. we see that singing is one of them so can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about the? yep yep tell us a little bit of like um because you know you play bass and guitar and keyboards and, and i didn't even know you played drums you give drum lessons where the hell did that come from <sighs> Um, Why do you need the rest of us? <laughs> he doesn't. Ladies and gentlemen, Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I've been an instrumentalist um, since I started. And um, I, mean, I think I talked a little bit about this at the last time I was on Rat Salad, that yeah. when I was like in my first few weeks of starting to learn guitar, which was my first instrument at 16, I was never musically inclined before that. I knew nothing about it. And a friend of mine um, listened to me sing something and said I was tone deaf and should probably not pursue music. Mm. So um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's funny now to look back because it's, it was so stupid. But at the time, I trusted him. I, I still pursued music. But at that point on, for well over a decade, I kind of carried it with me thinking maybe I am like kind of tone deaf or something. I need to rely on using a digital tuner for my guitar. I can't trust my ears. I shouldn't sing. I can't do that. I am not on pitch. And even though I went to college for music and um, wrote countless albums and stuff, that was always kind of just sitting in the back of my mind, like imposter syndrome. And um, really only in the last few years, probably around 2018, I was working at Macy's at Herald Square around Christmas time. And for anyone that doesn't know, they loop the same 20 or so Christmas songs nonstop 24-7 from something like October through January. And um, yeah, so I was there 40 plus hours a week listening to the same 20 to 25 songs. And so I kind of decided I wanted to try and stay productive. So I tried to start singing harmonies along to the songs and um, realized that I, I could and it sounded mm. okay. And I'm like sort of questioning myself at the time. Like, do I just think it sounds okay? Yeah. Am I going to go home and record this and then I sound like shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That's usually what happens to me. <laughs> I understand because honestly, like the few times I had tried to do that through the years, it always sounded like shit to me uh unbeknownst to me though it wasn't really that um i didn't have the pitch or whatever it's because i didn't know how to sing right i just never really did it i didn't know what muscles to use how i'm supposed to engage my diaphragm and all these types of things so fast forward a couple of years the pandemic happens and i'm home and i have nothing but time on my hands so not only did I start really trying to pursue mixing and audio, I only did it kind of for fun before that, but I also decided to start just singing some covers and 
doing some harmony vocals in Tension Rising because um, the lead singer in Tension Rising is a baritone. Great voice, but it's low, which is different for metal. So I thought it would be cool if I can kind of add some of the higher notes. And um, so I kind of pushed myself into that camp a bit. And then uh, fast forward to early 2022, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to just give it a shot. I'm going to release a song. It's only me. It's the first time I ever did that. I've only ever worked with bands my whole life before that. Hmm. And just see what happens. I don't care if people like it or not. I'm just going to do it. And I decided to just give it my all and try and sing. And um, I'm glad I did it because that's why I'm in this band now. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to have Wayne, you. Wayne heard <laughs> it and thought there was something there. And even though I wasn't so sure, it was like, well, someone thinks it sounds good, so let me keep trying. Yeah. Now, whatever happened to that friend that, that said uh, you were Yeah, do we know this guy? <laughs> I'm actually not going to name him. I still no, know him. Name him. No, I'm not. Why are you, you son of a him. bitch? <laughs> I still know him and we're still good friends and I have nothing but respect for him. He knows that what he said at that time was stupid. Yeah. Um, has he heard you lately? Not since I joined this band. Oh. No. But, um, <laughs> what you going to have to do? No, but he... I talked to him about it many years later and he didn't even remember saying it and said like, wow, I was such a dick. Yeah. I, um, Cause I don't think he was like trying to shut me down or anything. I think he was just sort of an arrogant teenager and was like, Oh yeah, if you can't do this. You just shouldn't do it. Yeah. He was like trying to spare me or something, but it wasn't that. Um... Well, maybe I can talk about that slightly. You know, what it was at the time when I first started music, I actually just didn't understand pitch. It's right. not that I was tone deaf. I didn't understand it. So like if someone was like telling me you have to like go higher in pitch, I would just sing louder. I didn't understand right, right, the right. difference. I literally had no music um, training whatsoever. Hmm. Um no one in my family that was a musician. So I was just completely unexposed. It's like really strange. And like when I've talked to people about this, I don't know anyone else with this experience, but mm. it was mine. And only through just trial and error and kind of playing music and stuff did my brain just sort of like put two and two together. Like, oh, okay, you got to do this. And oh, like this riff sounds like this. So you got to do these notes. And I mean, since then, obviously, like I went to school for it and I understand harmony and everything, but um, I just didn't understand it at the beginning, but he misdiagnosed that as tone deafness. I hope that maybe someone hearing this will kind of understand that maybe that's something that's happening when you hear a child who you think is tone deaf. Maybe they just don't understand. Yeah, that's very possible. George, what about you? What what's about your, what's me, your whole What's your whole thing with this band? I mean, what are you doing in this band? What do I what? <laughs> What do you do in this band? What do you do? I play bass. I write. I interact with you guys. <laughs> you know, let me just chime in, actually. You know, I've been primarily a bass player my whole music career until this band. I have yeah. played other instruments, too, but never, like, um, as my main thing. I've always been a bassist. And working with George is awesome because when I joined the band, I wasn't really sure. <laughs> easy, how it was easy. Going to oh, be. Shit. 
<laughs> oh shucks! No, it's, it's the first. This is the I'm, first time he's ever heard this. <laughs> yeah, in my life. <laughs> no, really. Um, huh. I've always been a little um, reluctant to not be a bass player in a band because I'm very, very judgmental about bass. Um, being that it's my main thing, since I, within the first year of playing music, I switched to bass and never looked back. So that's where most of my practice and understanding is. And um, I can say with full confidence now that when we write songs, the bass is covered. Yeah. I feel like that's all that really needs to be said about a bassist. Like they have it covered and then that's it. You you just trust them. And And to Boo, George is a fellow Greek whose presence I actually enjoy being around. That's it. (laughs) At least somebody does. Such a I'm dick, Wayne. Kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, George, you've been doing a lot of great stuff. And uh, the, the one song that you did write on the album, um, what the hell's the name of that song? Wide uh, Awake in Screenland. That's right. Uh, yeah, so good. You know, it was a song that started off kind of like, eh, I don't really care for this one too much. But when, uh, you know, we, the song got to be worked on more and more and more, it became one of my favorite songs on the album. Mm-hmm. So it came out really yeah. good. I think all of our songs kind of start that way. Somebody comes up with an idea that somebody might think, yeah, okay. Yeah. But once the rest of us get involved with it, it, uh, it evolves into cool. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. pretty much how the whole album happened. You know, every, every song I'm like, Ugh. yeah, and, it starts you know, off. I'm like, yeah. yeah, okay, well, we'll see where yeah. it goes. And by the end, I'm like, yeah, this is neat. I like this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I think that, that's what I like the most about all of us because we are we're all putting our own input into this song, mm-hmm. and um, nobody knows what's going to happen. You know, Lou sends his guitar solos, and you know, yeah. for the most part, they're okay. But uh, once in a while, he'll make something really cool, and it'll be really good, and we'll let it stay on the album. <laughs> huh? No. Right, I have to chime in again. I have to chime in again, Lou. <laughs> Lou and I have spent a lot of time privately talking about guitar and like just the going ons of being in bands and stuff. And I have to say that, like, I mean, what I think we've only like really been an active band for like what seven or eight months now or something. Yeah, it's not even a year. Yeah, like it's not even a year. It's not even close to a year. And Mm -hmm. I've seen Lou go from not really being confident with what he wants to do yet Mm -hmm. to being incredible. I've seen that evolution as well from my it's distance. Really noticeable. I drink me blush. Stop. Everybody. <laughs> it's a big kumbaya moment. It is. It is. <laughs> it, especially with the new stuff too. It's like you can definitely hear mm-hmm. a, a huge difference from the uh, our the debut album that's will be out to the new stuff that's that we're yes. doing now. So mm-hmm. I mean, we're constantly evolving, and that's the thing that's scaring me a little bit because I'm like, oh, I'd hate to, for us to write something that doesn't live up to our expectations. But you know, I'll let people in on a little secret. The first album, with the exception of Dogs of War, everything was written in sequence. So you will actually get to hear us evolve as a band mm-hmm. the more you yeah. get into the album. Right. And, you know, I mean, talk about a, you know, a project from start to finish that really shows growth. You know, I, I really think it's going to turn heads. It's obvious you can hear it. Yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, even Alex, when, when you when I wanted you to join the band, I only had you in mind to just sing. Yes. You know, I didn't. Uh, think of you playing guitar because i already had lou you know and i didn't want to 
you know, have somebody else do guitars as well. But mm-hmm. you offered uh, to do some things here and there, and Lou was cool with it. So we kind of just let it happen. And I think it was probably one of the best ideas because now we have two mm-hmm. guitar players who bring in even more ideas together. It's a great synergy. It is. Yeah, I, I'm not one of those guitar players who feels slighted playing with another guitarist. I'm just like, as long as they're good and they know their stuff and, you know, they have the chops to mm-hmm. get on stage and do it, I'll play with anybody. But now I'm happy to exclusively only play with Alex because <laughs> um, anyone else would be subpar. Sorry, it's a fact. Yeah. No, you, you two have worked very well with each other. And um, yeah, I, the, the things that you guys both come up with uh, for guitar parts just blows me away. And Alex puts up these parts with these all this progressive stuff in there that, that really makes me have to work. Yeah. I can't stand that. Stop it. God. <laughs> Even Lou, too. Lou will surprise me once in a while, too. He'll just come up with this thing. And it's like, oh, what the hell do I do with this? You know? I don't I even feel, know I what I'm doing. I, I know you don't, um, but <laughs> I'm the one I feel like I'm de-dressing de- or whatever with my drums because I got to, I don't know. I just, I just can't figure out some things that you guys do, but I, I get there eventually. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's been fun, though. I, I do like the challenge, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not that progressive drummer. You know, I don't I can't play those uh, intricate, um, uh, you know, dra- bass drum beats and stuff like that. And I don't know. Just to. I know I apparently because uh, we've been doing all okay. Part actually, like my view has always kind of been that there needs to be at least one, I'll say instrument, but really I mean player in every band or arrangement or composition that kind of holds shit together. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. if you're going to like prog it out or like do speed metal or anything that's like intricate, you need at least one, if not two elements to hold everything together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I think that Wayne and George like the the rhythm section have completely nailed that they never do more than needed and they never do less than needed it's always just right agreed it's it's been it's been fun it's been interesting goldilocks effect (laughs) (laughs) and the crazy thing is i was like you know you know we've already mentioned progressive and speed metal but um if you think about it um and I've always used this terminology with guests on my show where it's like they kind of take all their influences, they put in the proverbial blender, spin it around a little bit, throw it against the wall and see what sticks. I mean, we all have such different influences, you know, where it comes from progressive metal, power metal, speed metal, new wave, um, you know, 80s hard rock. I'm not going to call it hair metal because that's stupid. Um even death and black metal, you know, a little bit of that thrown in there. That and was the, another thing. Go ahead. I'll, I'll and, and the crazy thing is, it sounds like Severed Angel, you know, right. like I, 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 I mentioned this in a, in a previous uh, podcast before, but, you know, Wayne, when you and I first met, we were playing in different circles. You were playing, you know, the more heavy metal circles and I got lumped in with you know, the screamo circles, because that's where my friends were in. And I was hanging out with them. They're like, let's start a band. And here I am playing like an Iron Maiden like riff. And they're like, can you write something more like the starting line? I'm like, I don't listen to the fucking starting line. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's funny. But, but go uh, ahead. What you were saying? Uh, when you mentioned like the, the death metal or the um, black metal type stuff, um, I never had that in mind doing that with this band. And then 
I kind of did try to do something in in the red, and then but uh, Lou, <laughs> you, uh, what the hell song was it? Was it um, with Wings Anew? Was it that one first, or was it the other one? Uh, I can't. Well, no, you I'm did death like, vocals. You did you did some kind of screaming in in the red. In the red, but then there's the other song. Um, uh, it doesn't matter. But you you did what you did, and I was like, holy shit, you can actually do this growling thing. It was with Wings like, Anew. Because then the next one was A Fate Worse Than Death, which was our first original single. Okay. Right. Maybe in so. like there's, there's one track like in the middle of the album that has some of your screams, does isn't there? I thought I thought the, what's the song before number eight? Um Patchman Unavailable. Yeah. I'm not on that vocally at all. Oh, right. Right. That's my screaming. Yes. Oh, all right. That's right. <laughs> Forgot about sure. that. Which I'm gonna learn I have to learn how to do that come showtime. <laughs> But uh, you, know, you, add, you guys added that in there. And I think Mark really is the one that's really into black metal. Yeah. Out of all of us, I think he's like more into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's maybe that's how that came to be. But then when I heard Lou, when I heard you do that um, with your voice, I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, it's, yeah. it fits very perfectly. It's like, where'd that come from? Yeah. I didn't know you had that in you. I didn't either. <laughs> I just saw the guy from Whitechapel do it. And, uh, you know, he showed me the technique and he said, but I also need to drink a can of Coca-Cola before I go on stage. This way I get like the right gurgles. I'm like, all right, I have Zevia in the house, but uh, (laughs) let me go uh, grab a Coca-Cola. Now, you know, I, um, you know, drink the can. It's the only time I drink soda now when it's time to prepare to do death and black vocals and um, sponsored by Coke. (laughs) Sponsored by Coke, not by Zevia, because sucralose doesn't work. Anyways, um, but the, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it just happened, and you know, I just did the uh, breathing thing, and you know, Alex, <laughs> poor Alex, he has to hear me go whoa, whoa, into the microphone before <laughs> I do. It. <laughs> I have God. to say, being like the the editor, in addition to mixing and stuff, like I get to hear all kinds of fun stuff from everyone coming in. Oh, it's, well, it's like an extra little treat. <laughs> uh, I get to hear Wayne go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I still want that edited into that song. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun, and uh, you know this this debut album is. Uh, I, I can't believe how many times I've listened to this thing, mm-hmm. and I still listen to it today. I just listened to it like uh, last week or whatever, and uh, it just doesn't get old to me. Usually, I'm, I get sick of my stuff, you know, you know a few weeks yeah. after listening to it over and over again, just to check out each song. But I'm still listening to this. How many months has it been now? Like you said, seven months we've been together. So at least five months, I guess it's been done. I think the album so. was officially wrapped in September, mm-hmm. right? Was it September? It had to have been September. September, because yeah. Because singles started coming out. Because then as soon as we finished recording Fate Worse Than Death and, you know, Bump we were like, night. okay, we got to do a release date on this. So and then we did Bump the Night to get it out for Halloween. Yeah, we had uh, two singles in October, Run and Hide, uh-huh. which is being played on alternative Internet radio shows. <laughs> it has been requested, okay. which Ooh. I'm very grateful for that. Thank you. Call the birthday massacre. Let them have us open for them, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so then there was, yeah, the, we our, the first single that we did was Square Hammer. Let's talk about Square Hammer a little bit, actually, because, you know, um, we've been doing the Rat Side Review and Friends cover series, 
you know, we've done Van Halen. We did Alice Cooper. We did, um, as I mentioned, Def Leppard's on Through the Night. We we just recently released Dio. Dio, Rush, Time Stands Still. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, all of a sudden, I think it was Wayne, were you the one who mentioned doing a ghost cover? I did, but because only because I knew George was going to do a timeless haunt. And since mm-hmm. I knew that it was probably not going to happen, <laughs> and he, I knew he wanted to do it, so I said, "Let's let's see if we can." John do it. originally wanted to do it, which I'm surprised. Our old drummer, because he's all into black metal and all that, and he's like, "This would be a cool song." I'm like, "Well, this isn't you, but okay, it is a cool song. <laughs> it is a cool song." So yeah, catchy, and I thought we did it real good justice. Uh, uh, people have actually come to us, and, and I've I've heard two things. I've heard some people say that they can't stand ghosts, but they love our cover. Yeah. And they also say that they love ghosts, but they like our cover more. And, uh, you know, uh, even our own co-hosts said that they prefer our version of Square Hammer to ghosts because, again, Alex, they like the guitar solos better. Mm -hmm. So we killed it on that one. Yeah, it's also a little heavier too, and then uh, Mark added an extra keyboard part in there as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I actually from listening to that so many times, I've gotten used to our version over the the Ghost version. I, I listen to the Ghost version; it seems very weak. <laughs> it's yeah, just there's it no power to it. I'm like, oh, it's, yeah. it's missing something. It's mm-hmm. missing Seven Angel. <laughs> and then there was uh, Fate Worse Than Death, which was our first original single. Then Run and Hide, Bump in the Night, and then Mount Cyanide. Mount Cyanide. Mm-hmm. And Professor Finch was was our I our our Christmas single, and uh, <laughs> yes, thank you, Alex, our quote unquote Christmas yeah, single. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I know we were going with the Grinch theme. I think originally we were under the impression that we would have covered "You're Me One, Mr. Grinch," but then Wayne, you brought up, "Why don't we just write out our original one?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that we didn't get sued. So I didn't, I, I made sure I didn't, the Abu, whatever they say in the, the Grinch cartoon, I wanted to make sure I didn't do it exactly note for note because you can get sued for stealing a, a, a melody from another mm-hmm. song. So just did a variation of it. And, um, you know, again, I've been getting compliments about that song because they just love the way that it drops into the heavy parts. Yeah, you know, it's like, wow, we weren't expecting this, and they just picture Whoville catching on fire. I'm like, that's the <laughs> point. <laughs> and I like your laugh for the two, by the way. Oh, yeah, you know, that I couldn't Lou. speak for two yeah. days after that. <laughs> Don't cripple yourself now. Yeah, but then I did that crazy William Shatner like scream. Ah! <laughs> that hurt too. <laughs> Yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, so that's been fun. So I don't, I don't know if we'll keep doing holiday songs or not, but um, I don't know. It's interesting. They're fun to do. <laughs> the killer Easter Wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could probably try to get uh, do something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's interesting. Which Easter now? Christian or Catholic Easter, Orthodox Easter? We've got we do one for Easter. We one don't discriminate. Each. We don't discriminate. We can do one for each. <laughs> Why not? We'll, we'll 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 take care of every holiday, you know. Sure. The Severed Angel holiday album with all the holidays <laughs> we played all year. 
and you uh, and you and and like the way you could do Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon to the Wizard of Oz, you could play us at the Star Wars Holiday Special. It'll make perfect sense. There you go. <laughs> oh, that thing was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I've never seen that. Oh, Wayne, we may have to do a Rat Side Review Theater of the Halloween uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. It's that bad. I heard it was bad. I heard it was bad, but uh, I never seen. You heard it correct. Two words: Wookie porn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sounds like a fun show to do. Uh, we'll see. Well, maybe we'll do that one. Uh, what else can we talk about? Um, we so talk about the uh, album. We can talk about the album. Uh, we are signed to Slip Trick Records uh, as we speak. Uh, that just happened very recently, and, and George holds the contract right there. And uh, thank you, Carlo. It was all signed, and now the uh, artwork is being worked on. Well, our artwork's done. It's just got to be all put together now. So they're they're making the CDs for us, and then uh, hopefully right. soon we'll get those, and then we'll mm-hmm. be you know, if people want to buy them, they can buy them from us or or wherever Slip Trick Records sells them in stores. I guess wherever I don't know. They'll um, be releasing a couple of singles off of the album prior to the entire CD release. So as yeah. we know when they are coming out, we'll let everybody know. We'd be working on some videos for the songs yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this uh, this Friday we might be starting to work on one of them at least. Um, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, we hope to plan a uh, some kind of uh, record release show. Uh, it'll mm-hmm. probably be somewhere in New York, maybe on Long Island. I don't know. Somewhere in between all of us, somewhere we'll we'll figure that out. But uh, we'll definitely let everybody know on our social medias. Uh, if that's ever going to happen, um, what else? What else we got? Oh, the website's coming soon. It's uh, we saw some uh, some work that's being done on that, so that'll be soon. Sevenangel.com, right? Yeah, it's going to be sevenangel.com. Um, you can find all of our current links, our social media, our merchandise um, over at Linktree, linktr.ee forward slash severedangel. That's the quickest way you can access everything from our band camp to our YouTube to finding us on iTunes and Spotify. You know, only it's like a landing only, page. OnlyFans. Did you say OnlyFans only again? Fans. I said OnlyFans. Yeah. Wayne's got his fisting videos up there. <laughs> <laughs> He's punching the grapes. He makes the wine. Yeah, he makes the wine. All right. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Uh, those you have to pay extra for. Yeah. The grapes. Yeah. We'll take tips. The, the fisting's free. The grapes the, the, you have to pay for that. Between the price of eggs VIP. and grapes, lately, it's, it's the price is going up. Uh, but yeah, we got all that coming out. But uh, as far as the album goes, um, like I mentioned before, it's it's uh, it's a really good album, and I personally like listening to it a lot. Mm-hmm. I haven't really listened to anything else, and I hope everybody else feels that way when it comes out because I do think it it really came out great. You know. Um, and there's a mix of everything on it like Lou said I mean I'm into power metal and Lou's into whatever he's into I don't, I don't even know uh, but Alex's pro- progressive stuff is in there George's like hard rock stuff is in there and um, all our flavors everything are... everything is in there everything every bands that you've ever heard any of us do uh, it's all in this album mm-hmm. yeah put it to you this way if you like the singles you're going to be blown away by the album and there's a couple of people that I do want to give a shout out to, though. Um, first, Alex is your partner, Gail, for doing such an incredible job with harmony vocals on uh, the, the title track, Severed Angel, and the song, A New Beginning. And a big shout out to James Dima 
for taking such excellent yeah. photographs of us. And um, I guess we could give Stan Ev a shout out too, just because he's Stan. Yeah. <laughs> he had a big wish- hand in this band actually happening. Yeah. Yeah, if he if he never showed me you to uh, to mix my project resurrect album, I would have never known about you. So, yeah. so that's how that became. But uh, yeah, thanks to Stan, I guess. Uh, I'd like to throw I, a thank- I don't want to give him too much credit. What I was going to say, I'd like to throw a thank you to Scott uh, Supic over at ninety seven underground yes. zombie ritual uh, radio yeah. show. He's been very supportive of of our stuff and been playing our stuff on on their show. First guy to play us, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, you should also check out the music that the other guys did i mean you know check out alex's other bands infinite spectrum and uh, tension rising both great uh you just uh, released a a tension rising album yeah last judgment yeah uh yeah i I won't speak about it too much but yeah um you're about i was actually i was on this podcast like what, two, two years, years ago, ago yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. about that album. That's true. It was supposed to come out soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's now it's out. But it only just came out soon. It only came out a week ago today, actually. Wow. So uh, yeah, uh, the Last Judgment, Tension Rising. It's a pretty cool concept album about the Horsemen of the Apocalypse, which um, we wrote it when we were in the heart of the pandemic, so it seemed kind of fitting. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's a little different than the music Tension Rising has put out before. Uh, sort of like a cinematic kind of thing going on with it, I think. Uh, we, we put a lot of time into doing these like extended like intros and sections where there's like full or- orchestra and sound effects and stuff. It's, it's not your typical kind of you know heavy metal thing. So it's pretty cool. Um, I recommend checking it out. It's short. It's only about 30 minutes. But, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, it's a cool album, and I'm really glad to finally have it out because it was literally like been, or figuratively, I should say, sitting on my desk <laughs> for, um, you know, like two years now. So yeah. very happy to finally release it. And uh, check out his uh, other, aside from your um, uh, single, that you released under your own name. You also have a project SEAR that you did with Stan. Uh, this the uh, Night in the Darkness. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I caught it right. Best song about Batman I ever heard. Loved it. <laughs> and uh, check out George's uh, uh, his his uh, original band, Timeless Haunt. Yes. You know they put out two great CDs. And check out Wayne's Project Resurrect, their album False Reality that Alex mixed. And if you really want to dig deep into the rabbit hole, check out his previous band, uh, Phoenix Rain. They're on iTunes. Unfortunately. There's yeah. the time they on CDs. Ooh. Yeah, they are. So shameless self-promotion. And again, the Def Leppard compilation we were all mm-hmm. on, on Through the Night. Where well, we're labeled as Rat Salad. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's fine. A CD of myself from my band Alive and Kicking from 2010. That's not out there, but you can find us on YouTube. And I am also on uh, Nashville recording artist Wesley Spangler's original. I'm the studio bassist. So if you like country music, you can go down that rabbit hole too. Which is a good segue <laughs> for me because you could also find me on Doc Reinhardt's uh, The Country Singer. <laughs> the you like con- that? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, my friend Doc Reinhardt, who is a <laughs> uh, country singer, um, he has a song called uh, I'll Turn the Light Off. Uh, I'll- 
I'll turn the light on for you. Um, I'm playing lead guitars on it. And uh, Alex, who I don't know if is a country fan, actually liked the track. There you go. And uh, my wife, Erin Michelle, her album, Beneath the Curtain, which I'm recording new music with her, which Alex is mixing. Hire this man, please. Hire Alex. He's good. Very incestuous. Oh, you're all over the place. And then you did a guitar solo for the, your friend uh, Michelo Beats, right? Well, I didn't write the guitar solo. I wrote the damn song. <laughs> oh, you wrote the song. All right. So yes. Basically, uh, he gave me like this uh, Latin percussive song. And uh, immediately, like, I thought of like, I don't know why I thought of this, but I thought of like, you know, Spanish Harlem, New York City, nighttime, raining, people dancing in the streets, you know, heavy breathing close to fornicating onto the streets of Manhattan. So, uh, yeah, maybe I watched a couple of pornos too many. But anyways, I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, uh, I wanted to make it hot. I write songs for two reasons, for people to make babies and for you to crush your enemies. Those are the only reasons why you should ever write music. <laughs> protein, protein, protein. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's also angel. to hear uh, Gail singing on some songs uh, that we put out a few years ago. Plant-based uh, metal. Plant-based metal. Uh, yeah, we got a couple of songs there. She has a really cool voice. It's not something you usually hear in the metal world, so I recommend checking it out. Yeah, if you don't hear that, she's definitely on our album. So uh, yeah, she sounds great on the on the songs that she did. So mm-hmm. yeah. and she's she's the female mm-hmm. vocalist on Time Standstill, our Rush cover. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right too. I keep forgetting about that. And we love Mark. Mark Muchnick, our keyboardist. We love him. He's awesome. We miss you. Yeah, he's all right. Um, but no, Mark is great. And uh, I wish he was here because we don't really get to talk to him too often. But um, yeah, busy just uh, he's a very busy man. He, and he also goes to bed really early. He's got two kids. <laughs> they tire him out. Mm-hmm. He's an early sleeper. But um, yeah, no, Mark's great. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear uh, hear everybody's opinions on, on the debut album and everything. And uh, can't wait for everybody to hear it. And uh, it's coming soon, so please check our social medias. Uh, it's either uh, Severed Angel or Severed Angel Band on every Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, and there's probably something else I'm forgetting. OnlyFans. Uh, YouTube, no. OnlyFans, <laughs> and YouTube. And like Lou mentioned, the Linktree thing. And um, I don't know, anything else I can mention? Merch. Oh, the uh, that's under the Linktree thing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Public. Seven Angel. Go your shirts, guys. Yes. And thank you for making the Fate Worse Than Death shirt our top selling shirt. We really appreciate it. Is it really? I'm, I'm wearing a uh, Alice Cooper shirt. So. Wrong band, yeah. Wayne. Hard, hard work. <laughs> Cafe. Uh, and there's soon to be some more, more merch coming, hopefully, if I can figure out how to do it. Uh, so that'll be fun. And that hat's cool. I have to get one. Yeah, I'm trying to work Trucker on that. Cat. I'll talk to you about that when we're done with this. All right. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it. Uh, like I said, album is coming soon, so be aware. You will never be the same again after you hear it. Nope. We're not the same. <laughs> we're better than we were before. Yeah. That's right. So um, ratsaladreview.com, and we are back and, and ready to go with this podcast once again. And we're going to have a lot of cool guests on this uh, year, hopefully, right, uh, Lou? Yes, and uh, our first episode back, we're going to be discussing the Dio Dreamers Never Die documentary. Well, this and, is going to be on after that. You know what? Okay. Fuck it. I'll put this on. Maybe I'll put it on. No, well, no you can't put it on. I'm recording it, so I'm going to have oh, to put it right. on. All right. Well, whenever you want to put it on, go ahead. 
Uh, when I'll do whenever I feel like it. All right, that's fine. I'll so, see if I can do uh, it today. <laughs> all right. Whenever you want to do it. But uh, yeah, we'll be talking about the Dio documentary, and uh, which was very cool, actually. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing out of the ordinary that we didn't kind of already know about Dio, but it was still a good documentary. Yeah, it was kind of just people to watch it. Yeah, we'll 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 discuss what we thought about it when that time comes. But in the meantime, check out our cover of Dio's Last in Line, which uh, mm-hmm. I think was the second ever vocal cut that you did with us, Alex. And uh, you know, you did you did a great job. And the crazy thing is, like, if you think oh, about God. where you were then to again. As I said, you know, with the evolution of the band, it's like, dude, Metal Edge Magazine, number one vocalist of the year. Seriously. You made me there. For the compliment, but I don't know about that. Well, I'm happy with it. Wayne, shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Went over a freaking cold, man. Oh, shit. You got me. <laughs> but you're on, you're on mute, Alex. Are you unmuted now? Oh, you're on. Now you're on mute. <laughs> Oops. No. Uh, Remember, uh, gods of war. No. <laughs> gods of war. of war. No, dogs of war. So look, keep on, be on the lookout for that song. And uh, yeah, we will see you guys next time on Rat Sound Review. Hit the subscribe button, you son of a bitch. Because thousand you subscriber get a thousand gets an autograph CD. And you will get that autograph CD if you're the thousand subscriber. And remember, crush your enemies, see them driven before you, inherit the limitations of the women, and demone. Good day. I said good day. Severed Angel, the new melodic metal band tearing up internet metal radio around the world. Alex Rapetti, Lou Maz, George Dimitri, Mark Muchnick, Wayne New. Featuring members of Infinite Spectrum, Tension Rising, Timeless Haunt, The Nightmare Stage, Phoenix Raid, and Project Resurrect. Six singles available now, including their cover of Ghost Square Hammer. A fate worse than death. Run and hide. Bump in the night. This melodic metal that will get heads banging and fists raised. Be on the lookout for the self-titled debut full-length from Severed Angel on Slip Trick Records in spring of 2023. For more information and merch, go to Severed Angel's Linktree page at linktr.ee forward slash Severed Angel. Severed Angel, get ready to ride the dogs of old.